Isaiah chapter 43. I want to read from verse number 18. Isaiah 43 from verse number 18. Are you there? All right. Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to these old, the things of old. Look, I am about to do something new. Even now it will come, it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Wild animals, jackals, and ostriches will honor me because I provide water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to drink, rivers in the desert to drink to my chosen people. The people I formed for myself will declare my praise. Jacob, but Jacob, you do not, you have not called me because Israel, you have not become weary of me. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Hallelujah. Last week we started talking about God is up to something new. Hallelujah. God is up to something new in your life. God is up to something new in my life. God is up to something new. And he said that do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to the things of old because I am about to do something new in your life. Tell somebody God is up to something in my life. Oh, say it like you mean it. Tell somebody God is up to something new in my life. And you see that he says that it is not the things that have been done before. This thing that God is doing, he has never done it before in my life. He's doing something great, something new in me, something new in my life. It is not about what happened yesterday. It's not about who I was yesterday. Quite frankly, who you were yesterday doesn't come into the picture whatsoever. That is why God is saying that forget it. Tell your neighbor, forget yesterday. Forget who you were yesterday. I like the scripture where he say he calls Jacob and he calls Israel. You know, anytime God says or identifies the two personality in a statement, he's saying something to you and I. Because Jacob and Israel are two people in one. Am I making sense? There is a Jacob in you. And there is an Israel in you. Jacob is the trickster. Jacob is the thief. Jacob is the heel snatcher. Jacob is the heel catcher. Jacob is the dodgy person. Jacob is the supplanter. Jacob is the sinner. Jacob is the 419 person. How many identify all those characters? Give me a wave. Sometimes they lie. They will do whatever they have to do to get away. If they can get away with murder, they will get away with murder. They will do anything that they have to do if they will get an advantage over somebody. They will do it. That is Jacob. All of us have Jacob inside of us. Some way, somehow, there's a Jacob inside of you. And you see, God is not He's not afraid of the Jacob in you. He's not intimidated by the Jacob inside of you. Amen. And we also have the Israel in us. The Israel is the, is the, is the Sunday you. The Sunday you. 
wearing your Sunday best, smelling your Sunday good, you, 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 you will not, if somebody sees you sitting here, how quiet, how graceful you look, how, you know, all together put you are, they won't think that you can swear. They won't think that, you know, cast words will come out of your mouth. They won't think that you can lie. They won't think that you can steal. They won't think that you can do any naughty and any bad thing. But, but it's because it's, it's your Israel. You, you, are, you are presenting your Israel here. Your Israel is the nice. See, to this morning, Israel showed up. It wasn't Jacob. Yes, the night was Jacob. But this morning is Israel. And see, God is not scared of Jacob. Neither is he scared of Israel. So he, 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 he tells you that, listen, but Jacob, put that scripture back. But yet you have not called on me, Jacob. Can you see? You have no, not worried yourselves for me, Israel. Both of you are in the same statement. Jacob has not what called on God. Israel has not gotten tired of me. These two people are together in the same place. You see, God is not waiting for you to be good before he looks at he looks your way. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think you heard what I said. God is not waiting for you to be good before he turns his attention on you. God is not waiting for you to do everything right before he considers you. He says that whilst we're still sinning, he sent his life. He sent his, his only son to die for us. Whilst we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. He showed himself to do something new in our lives, even in the middle of our sins. I came to assure somebody that even in the middle of all the things that are going on around you, God is about to show up and God is about to do something new in your very life. Hallelujah. He's going to do something that will blow your mind. Have you not seen somebody who used to be a very, very wild person and then one day, what has happened? Something has changed. Something new has happened. God has done something new. There has been a great transformation in this life. Yeah. I mean, I know somebody who was like wild on drugs, used to be, you know, you can't, as he's saying hello to you, his hands are in your pocket. As one hand is shaking your hand, the other hand is already in your pocket stealing. That's a real Jacob. But God, in spite of Jacob, God turns up and then transforms Jacob. And now Jacob becomes somebody that you can't recognize. Hallelujah. And there are some Israels here who are always very good. We are always doing our best. We are always doing the best we can. But God is telling me to tell you that he is about to show up to make you do better than you ever did. He's about to do something, something that you haven't seen before. Something new. Something different. Something fresh. 
I said to you last week that I'm talking to two people. I'm talking to you and I'm talking to the church. Hallelujah. God is about to do something new in CICC. I said God is about to do something new in CICC. If we think this is the best God has done or God can ever do, listen, I have news for you. God is about to do something crazy that will blow your mind. But before he does that, we have to prepare. There are three things that we must do. Three things. We have to reposition ourselves for the new things. Reposition yourself for the new things. I'll break them down, but just write them. Reposition yourself for the new things. Number two, revelation of the new things. Because what you can't see, you can't have. Oh, the place is gone quiet. Uh, let me wait for you to write so that you can. What you don't see, you can't have. A lot of people, the reason why we don't become great is because we can't see. And we can't see because we make our eyes lazy to see. Uh, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Some of us, the place you have seen is the hood. You, 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 you were born in the hood, lived in the hood, born here, die here. You were born here, you died here, in the hood. You can't see anywhere. You see, so for you, life is always going to be around crime. It's crime, isn't it? Because everything around is prostitution or it's like drug addiction, it's stealing or it's police chasing or it's uh, uh, people going to jail, people coming out of jail, people on, on, uh, on drugs, people being shot. That, that is the, the, the things your eyes see. And because of that, you can't see any way out. If somebody could take you to the Beverly Hills, they take you to the Golders Greens, take you to, uh, what's the name of that uh, something lane? No, there's a lane. Where's Pasakion? In Leeds, there's, where's Kion? There's a road here. All the houses on a million, million pounds and above. Two million and above. Ling Lane. I was waiting. It's, it's Ling Lane. I, I'm giving you an assignment. If Find somebody who drives and let them take you and drive you on Ling Lane. Just, just go and drive there. And see that not everybody in England lives in a, a what do you call it? A very small face me I face you building. Back to back. The, the back of your house is somebody's, the back of somebody's house. No, 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 no. Listen, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny, but it's something that you must give your eyes. Give your eyes the opportunity to see something new. So that what you see, you can become. When, when God wanted to do something new with Abraham, what he said to Abraham was that, arise, walk the length and the breadth of this land. For as far as your eyes can see, 
as far as your eyes can see, that is what I've given you. So you have to not only reposition yourself, you have to also see the new things. And then the third one, don't show pictures. Have a revolution by the new things. The revolution is the action. You don't have to wait for the things to become new before you start acting. You have to act before you see the thing. Hallelujah. Are you okay with me? So we'll start with the first one, which is what? Reposition yourself. Hallelujah. The way to reposition yourself, number one, is to embrace the new thing that God wants to do in your life. Embrace that God wants to change something in your life. Hallelujah. Embrace that fact. Amen. He said that I am about to do something new. Forget the things of old. The way to embrace a new thing is to forget the old things. How many have had bad luck? Bad luck. How many have had bad news happen to you? You know, if your life is focused on bad luck and bad news all the time, it is very difficult for you to uh, accept new things. There are some people when you want to give them money, say, who, me? Why? How many, how many know people like that? Nobody has ever given them something nice before. So when, as soon as you want to give them something, and they ask you, what is it? What's in it for you? What do you want from me? You see me, you cannot shock me. If you like, bring me five million pounds today. By the time December is finished, if you come and ask me where the five million is, it's finished. I've already finished spending it. Because I've already in my mind, I've spent five million. It's just I'm waiting for the money to meet the spending. Uh, I don't know whether you get, get what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I've already spent the five million. It's just that the five million hasn't come into my hands yet, but I've already spent it. That is how I live. Honestly, my personal life, that's how I live. Ask my children. I take them periodically. We go to Ling Ling. And I said, do you like this one or this one? I, I prefer this building. Don't laugh at me. Before you realize I'm living there. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we came to look at this building, we didn't even have 10 people, 15 people in the church. And when I came, I came with my hands. I always come with my hands in my pocket like this. And then I, I, I told the man that, oh, yeah, we're going to buy this building. And then when we buy it, we're going to change. We're going to take the pews out. We're going to... And the man was like, look at me. <laughs> we, sat, we sat somewhere around here. He's like, yeah, we're going to change this, but we're going to put this in. Oh, you like it when you see it. We'll, we'll redesign the place. You will like it. The way I talked, the guy knew that I had the money in my pocket. But all we had was about 2,000 pounds. And 2,000 pounds to over 300,000 or 400,000 pounds. The two are not mates. <laughs> Nigerians say, are you my mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, they are not mates. The other day, my nephew came and, and said, he wants to go and sit in a Porsche and Ferrari. 
Well, no, those type of luxury keys. He's a crazy fanatic about cars. Immediately, my wife said, oh, the only person who can take you to go and see any play is, is your uncle. Wait for your uncle. <laughs> and he's like, okay, okay, let's go. And he's like, oh, the, should we go and wear a suit? I said, what are you talking about? Put all those, that, that, that shows that you can't afford it. <laughs> you are going to sit in Porsche, you are wearing a suit. It means you don't see you, it's very far away from you. I said, no, no, no. Put on your jogging bottom. And put on that old t-shirt and let's go. So we went. And you see, when I go, my wife has learned. So when we go to a place, I, she, she's only like three, four steps behind <laughs> and allow me. So I went there, like, okay, so. Kick the tire a little bit. <laughs> then it's like, okay. Then I went to the guy. I said, okay, so how much is this car? The guy came to me. And then it's okay. So this is this one is two hundred and fifty thousand. I said, is that is that the? Don't you have a more expensive one than that? <laughs> I want the top of the range. He said, come into my office. I said, okay. <laughs> Let's go to the office. Sat in the office with him. Then it's like I said, let me see the numbers. So he started working the numbers, working the numbers. I said, okay. So that's the number. I said, I said, this is this is where this school. Then I said to my, my nephew, sit in it. Then the guy said, do you want a test drive? Then my nephew was like. <laughs> I said, do you want a test drive? He said, no, uncle, no. <laughs> Listen, until you see, you can never have it. Are you with me? Until you see yourself. In that place, in that house, see yourself in that job, see yourself owning that business, see yourself owning that, you will never have it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you've got to learn to reposition yourself. You know, the guys had been slaves all their lives. 400 years, Israel has been slaves in Egypt. And so when they had to go to the promised land, because they couldn't see, that is why for 40 years they remained in the desert and never ever, th that generation never saw the promised land. The only generation that saw the promised land was the generation after. Why? Because they couldn't see. Even when they went close to the uh, promised land, they sent spies to go and spy. The spies went and said that we are not able to go in there because the land we went to spy devours itself. Ling Lena, your mate. The cheapest house there is about 1.6 million. Uh, I mean, I know every house there. I know which one is on sale. I have been there. The, 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 the agents know me. I mean, I don't like dealing with agents because agents, they look at you and they look at your socks and your shoe and they say, tell me whether, you mean, I don't like, I'd like to, you see, rich people don't look at your shoe. Rich people know that the riches is not on their clothes. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's poor people that look at you and they want to see the watch you are wearing. They want to see the, it's only poor people that wear designer. How many like designer here? It's a poor mindset. Oh, you don't understand. Uh, you don't want me to knock on that door. 
I'm knocking on that door. Because you don't have a name, you need somebody's name to validate you. Do you think that the one that made Ferrari, do you think that he wants to wear Balenciaga? They wear white t-shirt and jeans. Because it's not in the name. Have you not seen that all these big, big, they don't wear designer. A designer is for those who don't, can't afford it. So when they get one, they want everybody to see that they have it. And they see, see. Then they have Gucci. They see, see. Or anything close to that. And the ones who can't afford it, they go and get the closest one, the Guciano. <laughs> or Guccilina. <laughs> Hallelujah. Reposition your mind. Reposition your eyes. Reposition your thought pattern. Begin to see as God sees. Begin to back into the way God sees and say that whatever God says, I am. Whatever God says that I can have, I can have. Hallelujah. Listen, you are just one phone call away from a million pounds. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I say you are just one phone call away. You are just one message away from a million pounds. And today you are receiving that message right now. I say today you are receiving that one message. Because you see, the Bible says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind when your mind changes your life changes hallelujah when your thinking changes your life changes most of us we have struggled because our grandfathers showed us poverty our great grandfather showed us poverty we came from poverty. We lived in poverty. All we saw was poverty. So everything we have is that. And we can't see anything different. But I prophesy to you that you'll be the first millionaire in your family. I say you'll be the first big person that will come from your family. Yeah, yeah. Think different. Think different. See different. Hallelujah. The God we serve owns the whole world. The Bible says the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to our God. There is nothing that our God can't have and can't give us. That is my belief. Today if you ask me how we paid for this building, we don't owe one penny on this building. As I put my hand in my pocket and I was walking there, it's almost as if it was a hype. Because I was trying to feign money that I didn't have. But guess what? A few years later, what we told the guy came to pass. We bought the building. We changed everything here. Now if you see the building that we saw and what we are seeing today, there are two different buildings. And the other day we announced that very soon we'll be moving from here to a place called Calvary Village where we are going to own acres and acres of land. And we're going to have different buildings. We are going to have different houses. You just stay around for a little bit and watch. Ask me, do we have the money today? No, we don't have it, but it's only a matter of time. 
Because I've already seen it. Hallelujah. It's nothing. It's nothing. 10 million, 20 million, nothing. Hallelujah. You see, I, I, I learned something years ago that I don't deal with money. I read somewhere in the Bible, through wisdom is a house built. And with understanding is it filled with good things. And from that day, I realized that it's not money that builds a house. It is wisdom that builds a house. And it is not money that puts the nice things and furniture in the house. It's understanding. And from that day, I've developed the mind to get wisdom and the mind to get understanding that will give me those things. Are you understanding what I'm trying to say? So when I say reposition yourself, what I'm trying to say is that change the way you think. Change the things, the way you see yourself. Your point of view depends on your viewpoint. So if your point of view is not really the way you want to, you are, you want to see, then change your viewpoint. Go up higher so you can see better. Uh, I don't know whether you're getting what I'm saying. Go up higher so you can see better. See higher than you are seeing before. You are one idea away from becoming the next billionaire. One idea. And you know that ideas are free. As ideas are free. Ideas are in between your ears. The person that created Google, it was an idea. Today they are billionaires. The guy that created computer was an idea. The reason why that idea will never come into your head is because your mind can't assume that that idea will give you a million. So if that idea that comes, you just put it away. Why is that that person's Google idea made a billion? Your idea has never gone past your, your head. Because the person who had that billion idea believed in that idea and tried that idea, worked on the idea and saw the idea come to pass. Spend time to think about ideas that come into your head. Begin to write the ideas down and work on the idea. Hallelujah. Am I talking to you? Reposition yourself. Do that right now. Shift the way. Shift. Reposition. 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 Shift. Shift. God wants to do something in your life. So you have to reposition yourself. When God wanted to bless Abraham. The Bible says that he called Abraham out of his father's house. And out of his kindred, out of his people, and says, come to the land that I will show you. Because he wanted to change him, but he couldn't change him in his father's house. In the land of Ur, of Mesopotamia, he was never going to be able to change him. Because that land is full of idol worshippers. So that land is full of poor people. That land is full of people who cannot think past. Have you not realized that it, those who live in the ends, the children that are born can't go past? So they, 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 if their parents were teenagers and had them, they also become teenagers and have 
children. They, they live on social security. They also grow, live on social security. Because monkey see, monkey do. Can't see more than where you, where you have been brought up and who your friends are. That's why I, I'm very careful who I, I call my friends. I'm very, very careful who I call my friends. Because if you can't see the way I see, you can't be my friend. Because your, your talk influences me. Uh, I, don't, I don't know whether you are. If you are negative, you know there are some friends who are always negative. Always can see the things that don't work. Can see that this thing won't work. This one, you can't be my friend. Because I need people who are positive. I need people who can challenge me to do better than I'm doing. I need people who sharpen me. Are you with me? Stretch me. I need people who are going where I'm going or have already been further than I am so that they'll pull me along. Not people who are saying, this is, can't work. It can't work. It's too uh, Sit it in your corner. I have a lot of acquaintances, but not a lot of friends. Because for you to be my friend, you have to, you're talking to my life. So I have to select. That's part of repositioning yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't allow, you don't allow negativity around you. You don't allow naysayers around you. You don't allow, you know, there are some people, they're always gossiping. They're gossiping, gossiping about everybody and everything. Telling the bad things about everybody to everybody, everybody else they can, they meet. Such a person can never be my friend. So what? He did this, he did that, did that. So what does that put to my table? You are preaching. Am I challenging somebody? Don't waste your time gossiping. It's very, it's a waste of precious time. Have you not realized that serious people don't gossip? Serious minded people don't gossip. Serious minded people don't stay on social media. They don't have time. They make the media. They make the news. They are not watching the news. Oh, you missed a good place to put your hands together. They make the news for you to watch. Why don't you make the news for others to watch you? Always there, the whole 16 hours you are watching somebody's news. Somebody's news. Somebody's news. Somebody's news. Somebody's Reposition yourself to become a newsmaker. I say reposition yourself to become the, the, the blockbuster. Not the one that is is, is Consuming somebody's. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Are you repositioning yourself? Because God is about to do something new. I said this message, some millionaires are going to come out of this message. We're going to have pastors born out of this message. We are going to have great, great men and women come out of this message. Because God is waiting for you. So he sent me to tell you that it's time to shift. It's time to reposition. It's time. 
Tell your neighbor it's time. Push them and tell them it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. You need to move on. You need to move on. Move on. Move on. I say you need to move on. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Are you learning something? God is doing something new. God is doing something new. This is the thing that you need to do in order to reposition yourself. Very quickly, number one, have a genuine repentance of your old nature. A genuine repentance of the old self. The old poor thinking. Repentance means repentance is made out, out of two words. Re and pent. Alright? How many know what a pent is? A pent is the top. That's why a penthouse of a uh, what do you call it? A suite is always the high, a hotel is always the highest floor. It's pent. It means you go to the highest. Re means change. Repent, renew, revive. Re means change. So repent means return, change to the top. That is what repent means. Go back to the top and begin to see from the top. Hallelujah. So you need to have a genuine repentance. A 180 transformation of the way you think. If you used to think poor, begin to think rich. If you used to waste your time and energy on doing things that didn't bring any, any value to you, change from that. Hallelujah. Have a genuine repentance. Number two, quickly. My time. Turn away from your wicked ways. Turn away, turn away, turn away. Turn away from your wicked ways. Turn away from your wicked ways. Some of us, the wickedness we do is what is making all of us remain poor. Have you not realized? You know, I, I, it's unfortunate, but I always use Africa as a bad example. I don't mean to do that, but normally when I use that, it's easier for you to see. It's very true. That one, red, please, use it. It's true. I, I don't mean to do that, but it's always the easiest thing that I can show you. You will see that in Africa, about 90% of the people are always criticizing everybody. Criticize the government, criticize the rich people, criticize anybody who's doing well. Everybody that's doing well is either selling cocaine or is a thief or they have stolen government money or, or they are doing fraud. How many know what I'm talking about? And they're always talking. You see some people spend the whole of their lives criticizing. They go on the radio, they go on the TV and they're talking and talking and talking and talking. You see, you can never become what you criticize. What you criticize, you will never ever see. Amen. How do you criticize a rich person and hope to be rich? It will never happen. If you hate prosperity, prosperity runs away from you. Don't you run away from people who hate you? 
So why do you think prosperity will come to you when you hate it? You don't clap for anybody who is doing well. You want somebody to clap for you. You always go to people's wedding and say, hey, the, the, the makeup wasn't nice. The dress wasn't good. You would never ever wear that dress. Because you always criticize the dress. You want the dress to come on you. No. Oh, you don't get it. When somebody's doing well, go clap for them. Go clap for them. Go bless them. Yeah. Take your money. Take your money. Your small money. And give to that rich man. And say, God bless you, Baba. You are doing well. God bless you. God, I'm encouraged by your prosperity. God bless you. That money you sold is a seed on a fertile ground. The reason why he's, pro, he's prospering because he's a fertile person. So as you are sowing into his life, that, that, that harvest is coming to you. That harvest will come to you. Uh, 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 this rich man, me, my poor, uh, 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 small chain that I have, you say I should take it and give it to this rich man. I didn't you see that, that his suit is wearing? Can't you see his, even his socks are come by? Uh, you will never be able to buy their socks. You are preaching. Hallelujah. If the message is affected, say, mm. Hallelujah. Am I talking to you? I, I, I don't know whether I'll be able to finish this message. I really... <laughs> because... Number three. Forget your ugly past. Forget your ugly past. You cannot reposition yourself when you remember the, uh, the, the ugly past all the time. And every time Satan will remind you of your ugly past. How many have some cobwebs in your closet? And that closet, that, that cobwebs always hunting you. Today, go and buy a, what do you call it? A crowbar and Brace, brace that thing and bolt it never to be opened again. Hallelujah. Everybody has a past. Everybody has a past. Your past is not important. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a song. Uh, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You see, that, that, that song says that and the Savior came and he took away and he changed everything. The Savior took away and changed everything. That is what Jesus came to do. Jesus came to put our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. The Bible says, I will remember their sins no more. 
God remembers your, your past this no more. The reason why a lot of people, we are scared to come into the church and go to, you say, Pastor, no, no, I don't want to, because you remember the past. And you say, I am not a holy person. So I can't go, I cannot be used by God. Today I came to tell you that God is not scared of Jacob. God is not scared of any ugly past. Look at uh, Paul. Paul was a murderer, killing people. How many people have you killed? Hallelujah. Number four, quickly. Change. You position yourself by calling on the living God. Draw closer to God. Call upon him. If I were you, this message, I'll play it back to back to back to back to back until my mind changes and I, see, I begin to see different. Yeah. Isaiah 58.9. I am struggling because my time is up and I haven't even started. Then you call, uh, you shall call me and the Lord will answer. You cry and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst and the pointing of fingers and the speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted souls, then your light shall dawn in the darkness and the darkness shall be as what? Noonday. When you call upon God, God can change your life. Change the darkness and make it as noonday. Amen. I see your, your darkness being transformed into a noonday. Your, your ugly past will become that thing that God is going to use to transform and become great. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me give you the last... Uh, I don't think I can continue. I honestly don't think. Because if I start this thing, I won't be able to finish it. Yeah. How many want to fin us to look at it next week? Mercy. But on Tuesday, we have a great man of God coming all the way from Maryland in the in United States. He'll be here with us. So please, please, please make it a point to be here. These type of meetings are one in a million. You know, it takes, it costs a lot of money to bring people like this to come. You know, these people, these are people who come to help us to reposition. You see, your 1099 or 1155 job or what do you call it? Uh, 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 five hours or 10 hours, you know, to be paid 54 pounds. You can't compare it to the key that you will receive. That will make... I, I really pity people when they say, I can't come, I'm going to work. For what? 54 pounds. When the key that you have will unlock your... Because really, after 54 pounds, you will still be in debt. Because you have to spend about 18 pounds to go and get 54 pounds. Oh, you don't understand? Yeah. Me, I believe in key, so. Because key, the key 
may look small, but it unlocks a great door that has blessings behind it. If you get a key and you put it in the right door and you open it, you unlock the blessings. I gave you a key today. Yes. Next week, I'll give you two more keys. Those two keys will help you to unlock certain doors. Stand to your feet.